Hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. I am your host, Kalai Shereen, and today we have another magnanimous, amazing, awesome, astounding, beautiful guest on today. This is Miss. Oh my goodness, you! I have so many attributes to her name. I'm serious. You can't even just you can't a person like this. You can't you you can't describe them. You know, with these small words. But Miss Aisha Taylor Issa, she is the founder and CEO of Sisters in Business Expo. She is a former college professor. Oh my god, this lady is astounding. Listen, I'm gonna read because y'all know this is my show and I do what I want to do. Um, so she has been featured in Black Enterprise. Sheen Magazine, NBC, CBS, ABC, all the alphabets, okay? Fox News. <laughs> she just been around, so I know y'all know who she is. She puts on the biggest expo known to men. I'm telling you, urban women come out and support her. The movement is just amazing. She is now here in Georgia, Duluth, in my area as well. So she is just amazing, guys. This is just a beautiful episode. I can't wait for you guys to hear from her. We're going to clap it up for Miss Aisha Taylor Easton. <laughs> I just love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, yes. I'm so happy that you agreed to do this interview. To get people out here, you guys, that are doing big things. And behind the scenes, Bella, we talk about the beauty behind the scenes. People who really are drum majors. People who make things happen. The big shows that y'all see... The displays, the songs y'all love, the movies y'all like. It's people, big bosses behind the scenes that are responsible for what you see. And a lot of the times we don't like all the credit. But this is a place where I want to just highlight this beautiful woman for bringing out so many amazing entrepreneurs, business owners, actresses, all kinds of people, philanthropists that come through your expo. You are just amazing. Like, how do you do that? How do you bring so many people together together? and your network and your community and get them to support you the way that you do, besides being amazing, because I know you're amazing. Well, <laughs> um, it takes one to know one, and um, you are amazing. Oh, and I want to, before I answer anything, I want to thank you um, for first having me today yeah. and inviting me to be a part of this amazing podcast and platform. Um, for those of you who don't know, this sister has been supporting our brand since day one, yes. literally, and I'm so grateful, um, just beyond words. So, uh, I'm in good company yeah, and she um, is okay. You know, we got this, her back. And this her. journey of the sisters and <laughs> business expo has been able to become what it has become because of sisters like you, yeah. because there are so many sisters who've supported us, mm-hmm. who have believed in the vision, who have come out and, um, shared their gifts, their talents, uh, who have trusted us with their brands and yeah. vetted with us and taken our courses and all those types of things. So it's it's because of the sisters, and yeah. that's why we do it. And when you said trusted with your brand, you have a store. Mm-hmm. And right across from Atlantic Station, we took a field trip, you guys, the last time we were there to her beautiful store. How many brands do you host inside of your store? Yeah, so um, we actually have two locations. Okay. The one in Atlantic Station is our second location. Uh, which will actually celebrate one year, uh, Juneteenth weekend. Um, our yes. first location is in New Jersey okay. at the Jersey Gardens Mall, and that one just celebrated two years back wow. in April. 
Uh, so in our stores, we have over 150 around um, black women on brands who are sold in our stores and online. Wow. And you deliver for them daily. We try our best. We try our best. And to be honest, even before we had stores, because we never dreamed of being in retail like that was all God. Okay. Um, you know, we thought we were just going to do expos. Uh-huh. Uh, COVID uh, is how we got here. That's a whole nother story. But okay. um, even with the expos from day one, sisters trusted us to host these events where mm-hmm. they could sell their products and showcase their services. So it's really the trust of our sisters that has allowed us to grow and, and, and add different parts to the brand and ultimately go into retail and all that. So when you say going into retail, so even with COVID, to have that powerhouse, you know, sustainability to say that you are now celebrating two years at a location and we are just coming out of a pandemic. How did you manage to sustain where people weren't even shopping that much and coming out of the house and they are just afraid to, you know, somebody sneeze wrong. It's a problem. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. There were some good and some bad that came out of COVID, of course. Right. Yeah. And um, when we ended up going into retail it was because we couldn't host our expos right so we were primarily an event-based businesses and events have been shut down Mm -hmm. so for over a year we were doing things virtual but you know as the time went on and there was like no end in sight for the pandemic we were Mm -hmm. like what are we gonna do um at that same time is when the malls started to open back up Mm -hmm. Um, in New Jersey, especially. So, you know, down in Atlanta, they they was wide open. They ain't really shut down too much. Atlanta was not, they were not law-abiding. So, no, I mean, it was no law. <laughs> down here, the governor was like, do what you want, you know. But in New York you and New Jersey, you catch COVID. <laughs> in New York and New Jersey, they were not playing. It was, everything was shut down. Right. Um, and so when things finally did start to open back up around like January of 2021. Yeah. Once we, um, you know, started getting the vaccine and stuff, um, the malls were the first things to open back up in New York. Mm-hmm. So restaurants were still closed. You know, other entertaining spaces, bars were still closed, mm-hmm. but malls were starting to open back up. Yeah. And um, it was just a prime opportunity for small mm-hmm. businesses to get into retail because a lot of stores had closed and shut down True. and they wanted people in those spaces. And so we we took advantage of that time and that mm-hmm. opportunity. Um, and that's how we how we ended up getting into retail. So and I'm that just sounds amazing to me because you are a mom. I am a mom of a little baby. Yeah, right. he's two and a half. When we opened our first store, he was six months. That's what that that's just that, yes. Please clap, y'all. That is amazing. Six months, and you are thinking of this level of innovation and and just evolution of how can I make this happen for my lineage, for my child, for my family during that entire process, like. What would you say to moms that, you know, have young children at this point in time and they're like, well, I'm just coming out of a pandemic. What do I do? Where do you give them a thought process to say, hey, tap in if this is opening up or, you know, this space is available? Where do you get that innovation to say this is where I would look or how do they go about finding? Yeah, you know, we we have to be risk takers um, and we have to have faith. And thankfully, I have always had a strong support system Mm -hmm. um, to support me in these risks and and in this faith journey. So, um, you know, even with a small son, you know, at the store when we were first opening, we in my office, we had a playpen, we had toys, you know, like he would come with me, you know, if if he if it was something going on and he couldn't, thankfully, we had, you know, someone to watch him. Um, But I had to I had to do it because we we didn't know what we were going to do. Yeah. You know, one night I was kind of just at my wits end and I was like, God, you did not bring me this far to bring me this far. 
that so part. <laughs> what do you want us yeah. to do? Yeah. Um, and that was really how I got the revelation to to try retail. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm glad we did. You know, yeah. it was definitely a, a great decision. It has completely changed the, tra- the trajectory of what we do and how we serve our sisters. Um, and I just hope that one day he'll say he's proud of his mommy. Oh my God! I listen. He proud right now. I'm gonna let you know. And baby voice, he is proud. <laughs> he is proud of you because I'm proud of you. I'm just inspired by you. And just talking about inspiration, like who would you say is the most inspirational person to you? Like that causes you to like wake up every day and say, Aisha, let's go out here and get it. Like who who does that for you? Wow, that's a great question. There's a few. Um, you know, one that comes to mind is my mom. Okay. Um, my mom is just an amazing little firecracker. <laughs> she, um, my mom has dementia, and um, but she's the strongest woman I know. Yeah. She wakes up every day to fight another day mm-hmm. um, and to try as much as she can to not let the disease get her down yeah. and keep her down. Um, you know, we also just recently lost my dad. Yeah. Um, And they were married, you know, I think over 47 years. And, you know, so just watching her navigate life now without him Mm -hmm. when he was such an amazing caregiver to her. She's just a really strong woman. um, And and she's 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 all that. Oh, my God. And that's when when we when you and I first met, we had so much common ground in in terms of our parents. And during that time, I was in like one of the hardest places emotionally in my life with losing my stepfather and then I was writing a big book at the time and you just kind of came in and was like sis you don't even need to do nothing we just gonna bring you right on in and just having that inspiration like my mom she went through the same thing that dementia that you know the degradation of her mind just going and going to you just kind of even if they don't remember you you just talk to them yeah you know and keep on going but that we share that sweet and tender spots you know what I mean with our parents yeah yeah you don't want to be in but only people who have been in yeah understand can understand absolutely so I'm just thinking about so when you tap in with the guests that you bring on like the people that you does you know highlight when you have these expos like how do you choose those members like what do you what are you looking for to bring towards your audience that they can glean from those people how do you just strategically select those people that add so much value mm-hmm. to the expos. How do you do that? Yeah, so I kind of have a weird process. Because um, the lineup team, is always great. I know, and my team probably <laughs> hates my process because my process doesn't move as quickly as they would like. Yeah. Um, I'm very protective of our brand. Yeah. So I don't just allow any and everyone to grace our stage right. or share with our audience. Um, and I'm also very prayerful about that part, who- prayer. God sends our way yeah. and I ask him to always send us the right people mm-hmm. um, because just because someone you know has a lot of followers or makes a lot of money and all that kind of stuff doesn't mean that they're very nice it also doesn't mean that they are the right fit for us mean girls um, and we we are so anti mean girls our spaces yeah. are some of the most loving spaces yeah. you could ever be in so we um, you know so I do a lot of prayer and I do a lot of waiting and yeah. kind of discerning um, a lot of times it's, you know, just God mo- moving, you know, in the background, connecting me with people, mm-hmm. revealing people to me yeah. um, to, you know, invite them. We do have an application process for okay. those who are interested. So we do review those as well. But even in that, there's prayer in right <laughs> to see, you know, who's, gonna <laughs> who's be, behind yeah. it, typing. Right. Yeah. So um, it's kind of, it's really a combination of, of those things. And mm-hmm. then ultimately, 
you know, God always comes through and, and sends us some really great people like you. Oh, listen, mm-hmm. when I tell you, when she's talking about God, y'all, she is not playing around at all because I was literally driving down 285 and I heard call this woman on the phone. I'm talking about spirit led and God only talked to me in the spirit about people who are in the spirit. So she in the spirit. Okay, she be sending up some prayers. They, re- yeah, they I've re- been in ministry for over twenty years. I, I saw that ordained minister. We not new to this. We true to this. Listen, okay, and um, period. Yeah. We make no apologies <laughs> about being a faith based business. Um, that's really important. You said something. You did. You said, did you officiate your father's funeral? I did. That is, I did. I've done my dad, my grandma, my aunt, um, who was like a second mom. Yeah. How much strength does that take to get up there and eulogize and still mourn and still... Supernatural. Supernatural strength. Um, Each time that I've unfortunately had to do that, um, and I didn't have to, you know, I could, we could have gotten a... Yeah, I know, but it was an honor I can imagine. absolutely. And I knew my, they would have each wanted that. Yeah. Um, And so it's a supernatural strength that I really can't describe, but that I lean on God for. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually the minute I sit down, the strength is gone and I'm a complete mess. Yeah. But he holds me up um, in those moments. And um, it's just part of ministry. It's part of what we, what I've been called to do. Yeah. I know that's right. Glory to God. So... You moved from New Jersey to Atlanta. Is that correct? I did. You made a big move. See, I'm a Philly girl. We was right across the tri right here. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I still can't believe we're both here now. I know. And in the same area. That's that's Well, that's I'm crazy. not in Duluth, You're not in Duluth? Girl, no. <laughs> when you said that earlier, I was like, what's she talking about? No, so we were we hosted our expo in Duluth Got last you. year, and it Got was going to be in Duluth this year, but we changed. Yeah, because I think the South is right around the corner. I know. Sorry, boo. <laughs> they, they doubled their price. We was like, got to go. Um, <laughs> and they happen it. Sorry, Duluth. We got changed the place. Yeah, yeah. You guys do what's best for the business. Well, I didn't want to, but we had to. So anyway, um, but no, I'm on the other side of the time. I'm on the south side. Oh, okay. Cool. That is great. Because I was just thinking, I'm like, how? I know I'm a leaper. I've always been known to just leap. If it works, it doesn't. But hey, it can really work. That's how, you know, that's how I think. If you work it. Listen. And you working it. Listen what you did in this little bit of time we've been here. <laughs> Look at you. Look at what you did there. Child, she just blowing up the place. I'm uh, talking about so just just A-list Aisha, okay? That's what I'm going to call her from now on. A-list Aisha, because she just all over the place, okay? And she everywhere. You ain't never there, okay? <laughs> well, listen, I'm trying to get like you. I'm on a space. I didn't even get me a building. System bought the block, and she just got here. i'm telling you but listen it's just like you have to be a leaper you have to like really believe in yourself to make a move 700 miles away from you where you are even though i know you have family here and support here but just to say you know what i'm gonna get up and go and see what and see what's gonna happen yeah it was a it was um actually more of an adjustment than I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. because I have family here and I've been coming here for so long. I'm um, visiting them nearly over 30 years. I yeah. didn't think it was going to be as hard as it was, mm-hmm. um, but it was. Yeah. I think, you know, uh, being on the tail end of the pandemic might have had something to do with that because I didn't really get to do like the kind of goodbyes and farewells that I would have wanted to do with my folks back yeah. home, like my church and, and things like that. Um, and then, you know, I have a lot of family here, but the other 
groups, like your friend groups, your business bestie groups, like all of those things. Yeah, I left, um, and so it has. It was an adjustment. I'm I'm good now. It's definitely amazing being so close to my family um, because for so long I was not. So I mean, in terms of living, yeah, we're, we're very, very close. Yeah. But I would be down. That's why I would be down here so often. Yeah. Um. You know, I racked up frequent flyer miles coming back and forth. I know that's right. That's seven hundred every yeah. time. <laughs> yes. Um. But it's so good to now like. I went from seeing my sister uh, once every couple of months to like three times a day. <laughs> so, and this is the first time we've lived in the same place in over 20 years. Wow. Yeah. So it's wow. really nice. So what are, so what are some of your goals that you're thinking about with this new transition? Cause I know for myself, when I moved here, my whole goal was to just be who I couldn't be mm. amongst the people who knew me to be one thing. So I guess to you, my question I want to ask is like, did you set like a new goal in your mind? Like, you know what? I'm just going to be the best version of Aisha that I could be in this new place or in this new space and kind of reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Mm. Like, what is your new goals for? That's so good. That's a good question. I, um, I actually didn't think about it that way, but now that you say that, I probably said that. <laughs> um, you know, much of our decision to move was family related. Okay, um, so we wanted to be closer to take care of our parents. Yeah, because um, they moved too. Like we were literally the last ones left <laughs> up north. Yeah, um, and then so that my son would have the connection to my family. Yeah, um, you know, be around his little cousins and aunts and you know all that stuff. So I was really just more so kind of thinking about how I could establish um, security for him yeah. and, um, you know, having him feel at home, mm -hmm. you know, uprooting him. And, you know, even though he was small, he still was used to what he was used to. Right. Um, you know, so trying to find new childcare and, you know, just all that stuff. So that was really what I was um, thinking about. I, I Once we decided to open a store here, though, yeah. um, you know, my focus of course, it came on how I could make that a success mm -hmm. and trying to figure out how to manage two stores in two different locations. You are done. Um, which has not been easy. <laughs> um, but we're managing. Yeah. Managing. Um, so that's kind of what my goal has been. I think at the top of 2022, I was actually just scrolling through. I mean, 2023, I was scrolling through my posts and I, I put at the beginning of this year that I wanted to be the best version of my really. Um, yeah, as a mom and as an entrepreneur and a daughter and a sister and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just kind of figuring out this new normal, you know, yeah. of being close to family, having this new store and, you know, trying to navigate all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that's amazing. Like, that's the most important part to me is that people that I know myself and just learning my own behavior is that you have to constantly keep reinventing yourself. Mm -hmm to uh, you know achieve that next level of success it has to be a new level because once you ascertain that it's like okay I got that but now it's going to take a new version of me to get to this next space so that's what I was just wondering like how does that evolve in your mind like you know what like you said gleaning from I want to be the best version of myself yeah. so moving into I know you have a lot of things down the pike <laughs> for Sisters in Business Expo. I just want to kind of expand on some of the expos so that people can see in this episode and see what you have going on and attend. Yeah. Um, so if you could tell us something about that. So uh, we're excited. So we uh, we changed things up a little bit this year um, to do regional expos as opposed to individual that? cities. 
So, you know, normally we would do four cities. Okay. Um, New Jersey, Philadelphia, uh, DMV area, mm -hmm. South Carolina, mm -hmm. Atlanta. Um, and it's just, it was becoming a lot. Okay. Right? A lot of travel, a lot of expenses, just a lot of all the things. <laughs> because the, as we grew, our team grew. Yeah. So it was more people that had to travel and just a lot. So um, so this year we uh, shifted to um, a regional model. So we're Northeast and Southeast. Okay. Um, and we also changed from one day to two days. Okay. We actually piloted the two-day experience last year in New Jersey and it went really well. Mm -hmm. So um, coming up is our um, Southeast Expo. Okay. So it's our conference, expo, and pitch competition all in the same weekend. Okay. And that's August 18th and 19th. Okay. And yours truly will be there. <laughs> I'm going to be in the building, y'all. See, y'all getting the nuggets. I'll be there. <laughs> I'm coming. So y'all meet us there. Yes. <laughs> on the stage, dropping all the gems. All the gems. Snatching all the edges. <laughs> just get ready. Y'all already know how no, she do. No. Honey. I just, I ain't even, I'm not even ready. Um, so that's August 18th and 19th in Decatur, Georgia. Okay. And then um, we'll be in the Northeast in September 22nd and 23rd in Passaic, New Jersey. Um, and it's two power pack days. The first day is our conference all about teaching and training, all about giving you the actual tools and skills to help you start growing, scale your business. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday is our expo, as everyone knows and loves, with over 100 vendors, speakers, panelists, entertainment, all that good mm -hmm. stuff. So that's um, happening both days. And also on Saturday is our pitch competition where we will award uh, close to $10,000 in grants. Oh, wow. To sisters in business. Yeah. Oh, that is. Y'all know I love giving. Giving yeah. is like my favorite so, sport. Uh, it is. <laughs> so um, and applications are open for okay. all of that. So to be a vendor, to uh, apply for the pitch competition, okay, if you want to cool. apply to be a speaker, all of that. Yeah. Sponsor, partner, all that is on our website. Oh, yes. Okay. So, yeah, we got to get in where we fit in with mm -hmm. that. I love giving y'all. I'm telling you, you can't outgive God. You can't love without giving. You can't give without loving. So if somebody said they love you and they ain't gave you nothing. They lying. They lying. <laughs> they, they need you like, well, give me that shirt. <laughs> give me something since you said you love me. Mm -hmm. But that is, that's amazing. I wanted to bring you on to talk about some of the things. And I know, I know we've never had relationship talk, but we, we cover relationships in our, in our episodes. You are a married woman, correct? Yeah. So we just any advice that you can give to the sisters on relationships and how to keep a man. Mm -hmm. Any any advice on how to keep a man? Shall I you trying to figure it out every day? <laughs> she done went like, she done went to the back. Like, pray a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Much prayer in my knee. Prayer. Listen, my mom, like I said, who was married forty seven years to my dad, mm -hmm. always told us um that marriage is not easy. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, um, if you pray, mm -hmm. you can get through it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think prayer is really essential. Of course, communication, um, which is easier said than done. Yeah. And oftentimes you might need help with that. And so marriage therapy, couples therapy is, mm -hmm. you know, is really, really helpful and important. Um, and just being like-minded and yeah. having the same big goal right so if we're if we're both working towards the same thing mm -hmm. and and we keep the main thing the main thing then the little things are going to come up but don't let them become the main thing yeah right keep the main thing the main thing so we have a running topic this week mm -hmm. and, and this is going to be a, a, a surprise question to you so it's just basically asking uh women pretty much how do you uh, how do i want to say this how do you normalize some of the imperfections that you 
seeing your partner? Like just basically how do you maneuver through their ups and downs and still grow with them and be able to stay in that relationship? Because sometimes you can outgrow an individual, especially you you said 47 years. That's a long time that your mother and father were growing mm-hmm. together and meeting new versions of themselves. Like since you've been in marriage, how does that work? Like where you're just introduced, he wake up and say, you know what? I don't like oatmeal no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? You like, but baby, I've been you bringing you oatmeal right. for the last, right? you know, how, how do you maneuver yeah. through that? I think it's, it's similar to something that we say in business, which is remembering your why, right? Like why you started your business. So remembering why you married them in the first place. Um, assuming that you married them with good intention and mm-hmm. for good reason and, you know, that it was God ordained. Mm-hmm. Um, then again, the other the other stuff don't really matter. Yeah. You know, like if I remember why I married you because you're a good man, because you're a provider, protector, you know, caring, loving, prayerful, all that stuff, mm-hmm. faith filled, right? Then hopefully none of that's gonna change. Right. Now if some of that start changing <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get into that's that. That's a different story. Right. So if he just wake uh, up and like, I don't believe in God. No, you know, we got problems. We got, we, that's going to be an issue. Right. It's going to be an issue. Right. But you, but if you decide you don't want oatmeal no more, or you decide <laughs> that you want to, you know, take up bike riding or whatever, um, or if you're just having a bad day right. and, you know, you got an attitude or whatever, I have those too. Yeah. Right. Um, I think a big piece of it is remembering that you ain't perfect yourself, right? So as much as that, they might get on your nerves, you probably get on their nerves. That is the, that's the part we were saying. Yeah. Because I think a lot of the times women will deal with men and forget their grace. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, sis, you, you not perfect and all together either. Like, yeah. let that man have his moment because just think about, look back over your own life. Yes. And, and I know I'm a piece of work, so God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> that, Look, look, she had to think about it like, see, I done gave him problems. <laughs> but I'm telling you, when we, it's, we, we covered the faith, we covered just the beauty, we covered business. And one thing I do want to recap on, we kind of skipped past it. You said bringing on new staff. Mm-hmm. When you get, when you're growing, it's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you find budget? How do you find the right people? How do you find, like, because when I come to your events, they are highly staffed and people are highly professional. They are delivering at the top level. How do you find these people and just say, you just pull a rabbit out the head. I got money to pay so-and-so. I got this. No. And that, how does that happen? <laughs> so first of all, giving honor to God who's in my life. Um, you know, like I said, you've been with us since day one and I never um, hesitate to tell anybody that it has been my family that has supported this brand Mm. since day one. When I didn't have money to pay anybody, they came on their own dime Mm -hmm. and their own time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And still do it to this day. Yes. I I got a little bit of money now, just a little bit that I can help, you know, with their expenses. (laughs) Right. But it has been my family. And so I'm so grateful that I don't have that testimony that so many people have that you can't work with your family. Yeah. Um, now that we have retail and the brand is, has multiple components and expanded, we have several family members. I have several family members that work, literally work for yeah. us, just volunteer for the events. But I saw your sister, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My sister, um, cousins, run our stores. Um, we also have staff that is not uh, blood family. Right. Um, and so... You know, we have just been very careful, you know, to hire as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've 
before opening the stores, we were just contractors. So we just had contractors. Okay. Um, but once we opened the stores, literally overnight, had to figure out how to become a brand that had W two employees and mm-hmm. time and leave and just all that kind of stuff. Employee you know? books and oh, <laughs> stuff you don't even think about, you know. Um, and so a lot of it has been on the job training for me <laughs> as yeah. a leader. Yeah, because these are the things that people don't necessarily teach you. Mm-hmm. Um, and because most people don't get there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you know now we have full time staff and we're trying to grow and add even more roles. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're trying not to do too much too fast. Yeah, so that we don't find ourselves in a difficult position. But um, it's really been the the growth that has warranted the the hiring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's I try to tell people you just said something that was so prolific that a lot of people don't get that far. Mm-hmm. And I try to every time I do a workshop, I'm telling them, listen, you might have worked at Walmart, but you don't understand how Walmart operates. You were just an employee there. There are shareholders. There are human resources department there. You know, your medical leave, like you said, paid time off, vacation time. All of that, we don't know the infrastructure that it takes to really put into being a successful business owner such as yourself. That hard work and dedication and getting different applications and automations to run your business successfully. So I just want to say kudos and applause to you for being a black woman, making it a fellow black woman, (laughs) making it happen. And and just not even just Atlanta, Georgia, just the, the world, like just worldwide. And I see you going so far. Like eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of me and what God has for you just because of your purity, your intention, the way that you bless people. And you could you can see the growth in it. You can see just how much you are expanding and your reach, no matter where you go, whatever you put your hands to is blessed. No matter what territory you touch is blessed. Yeah. So that is just, you know, just a symbolization that I think that God is really moving with the Sisters in Business Expo. I'm glad to be a part of it and to be in your company and in the audience as well, just to see the people that you bring on and how much edification that they have to your project and to your team. But where can they find you on social media? Where can everybody, because she, she's like incognito, yo. I told y'all these are behind this. I tried me. I'd be like, what is, I had, to, I had to go through my thing. I said, what is Aisha name on here? And I was like, how do I find her? And yeah. She, yeah. For the longest, I tried to not be in the forefront. Uh-huh. Um, I still try not to, but yeah. my team won't let me be great. I, um, so I, I can't talk either. Exactly. I barely post. I barely post. Exactly. So, yeah, I, um. You know, it's almost like you got to be out there a little head nowadays. You have people want to come on out with the name and the, uh huh. So I'm starting to, you know, be a little okay with it. But <laughs> this big dog, this big dog right here, right? This no. big Aisha, not the but little you know, one. But you know why God has blessed us and yes. our businesses, and I think it's because we, um, we understand why you know God chose us. Yeah, that it's not about mm-hmm. us. You know, it's not about us, you know. Yeah. And so that's why I'm always like, no, put the sisters out there, put the mm-hmm. friends out there, put the whatever. Um, because I don't ever want the focus to be on me. I want it to be on the sisters that I've been called to serve. Yes. Um, and so that's how we that's how we got here. Yeah. So um folks can connect with us online, of course. Um the main website for our brand is sistersinbusinessexpo.com yes. and sisters everywhere is spelled S-I-S-T-A-H-S. Mm-hmm. So sistersinbusinessexpo.com. Um, and there you can find information about the expos, um, about our tour, the store, 
Um, you can also shop there. Uh, and then if you're looking for specific information about the sister shop and how you can be a part of that, it's the sister shop.com. And of okay. course, S I S T A H the sister shop.com. Okay. And Instagram, Facebook. Oh yeah. 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 So S I B expo for sisters and business expo okay. on Instagram, on TikTok, on Twitter, on Facebook, it's Sisters in Business Expo. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, guys, she has this amazing slogan before we get out of here. She says, when my sister wins. We all win. We all win. Okay. Period. Well, listen. Hey. Period. When my <laughs> sister wins. My sister. Yeah. Okay. Wins. Mm -hmm. We all win. We all win. Aisha, thank you so much. Thank you. For taking this time out of your day to come here to Casey's Playpen to be a part of Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. You are an amazing guest. Um, we are just blessed by your presence. And one last word, I always do this, like, because it's my show and I do what I want to do. That part. One last word. If you could tell somebody, like, a younger version of you or somebody that is looking at you in admiration for what you've done, what would you say to them, like, if they're in a place that I just don't know how I'm going to formulate this idea? They have the bright idea, but how do they execute? What would you say to them? So I'll tell them two things. Okay. First of all, um, everything that you need is already inside of you, mm -hmm. right? God already placed it in you when he crafted you in your mother's womb. Um, and it's just a matter of uncovering it, discovering it, and putting it to use. Mm -hmm. And then the second thing I would tell them, which I forgot to mention, is I would advise them to join the Sisters in Business University. Yes. Um, we have created an entire community that is designed to help you figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. To help you navigate the world of entrepreneurship so that you don't have to do it on your own, um, so that you can get the support, the tools, the resources, the mentorship, the coaching that you need yeah. to to successfully start your business. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I would tell them. That, you, listen, y'all sign up for the university, okay? Go to class. Yeah. Don't miss no class. That's it. That's it, right? Because you don't got, we don't got to do this by ourselves. Listen, it's so many people that have gone before for us and done great things so just get a mentor get a teacher mm -hmm. get a coach somebody that is doing big things okay that you look up to this is one of them a pioneer a legend you hear me y'all a mogul <laughs> of our time and i'm so grateful to have miss aisha taylor isa on our show to bless us and we're gonna be back here again next time y'all i love y'all y'all know i love everybody and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>